is this on? Another fantastic episode for you on this NFL free agency start date. I'm Sam, your host, and joined with me is Gavin again, and this time, Whiskey and Tea Beans. Yes, sir. It's not a beer night. It's a Whiskey and Tea night. Well, I do have to ask you, Beans, how was your five-year anniversary this weekend? Oh, it was stupendous. We went to Kansas City. That was a, it was a fun night. Best so. city in the world. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I tell you what, guys, nothing really happened over the weekend, right? Like, it was pretty calm. And, oh, yeah, never mind. Uh, Tom Brady came back. Uh, that's new. That's not new, actually, but it's exciting. Um, so the GOAT is back. And this is bad for everyone except for Tampa Bay. So uh, we're not going to mince words with it. What do you guys think? Fuck family, man. You know, only <laughs> a month with the family and you already decide, fuck this. I don't want to raise my kids. That's the woman's job. I'm going to go back and play a man's sport. I think that that's the takeaway that I got. How many nights of pleasure does Brady have to give Giselle in order to come back and play football? Apparently only two months worth. <laughs> <laughs> we, had I, an MLB, we had an MLB lockout for longer than the amount of time Brady was, was retired. It was literally more than twice as long. The yeah. lockout lasted more than twice as long than Brady's retirement. That is, dude, Brady must have taken notes from a, a United States congressman because he's, has, he's, not leave. he's just not going to leave. That's just how it is. I'm not leaving. At, at I'm not point, fucking leaving. Is he ever going to leave? Like, no. No. Why do, would you? He was an MVP leave. candidate last year. No, I know, but like, what's it going to take for him to leave? Like, seriously. Like, I'm not convinced at this point if Brady just sucked ass, he wouldn't get latched onto a backup quarterback role. And well, I, mean, I wonder if take it. I wonder what's if the, all. Like, th- oh, go ahead, Beans. I wonder if all 30, like, other 31 teams, like, just pulled together, like, some extra cash and just said, leave, just go now. But money, money isn't a thing at this. Like, the reason that these NFL players, like, retire is, like, health, family. Like, they can just retire. They have enough money. Like, legitimately, apparently, none of that applies to Tom Brady. Just, he doesn't care about his family. He has enough money. He can just keep getting more money. He doesn't care about the money. He's taken pay cuts his entire career. And then you also get to the fact where, like, if anybody's, if any quarterback just, like, believed that they could win a Super Bowl in their last year and I want to go out in a Super Bowl, it's Tom Brady because he has the most fucking Super Bowls of all time. What what do you think was like? Okay, you're Brady here. What is his thought process? What what is his reasoning? I want to win another Super Bowl. I I think I think this is so. Th- there's a couple things, right? Um, obviously Gavin's point. You know, I want to win a Super Bowl. That's like a huge deal. Like, duh. But I mean, like, I I feel like he's fairly content, like within his career. Like, I, I genuinely do feel that, like, he is. 
I think really the last thing there is to do is to be the oldest starting quarterback in a game. Which Who's, he, can who? do by, he can do that by – he can pass Steve DeBerg for that oh. record by playing one more game. He can also keep Aaron Rodgers from breaking that, some of his passing records. I, I think that's that, also part of it. <laughs> that was going to be my next part was like, do you think like he saw the NFC's quarterbacks and said, this is my window now and took the light from Aaron. How pissed is Aaron Rodgers right now? <laughs> he took the light from him. Pissed enough not to have his extension signed, apparently. Yeah, see, and I knew that the dotted line wasn't signed yet. I, well, well, yeah, Rogers should, is petty enough. Should we get to that situation next with the bomb that Devontae Adams dropped this morning? Oh, not yet. I wanna, I wanna say one other thing about Brady. Um, it really does just feel like I, I said last year he would retire, like in my head, because he would beat all those records. Mm-hmm. And I swear if Aaron Rodgers' contract wasn't for four years to put him at 42 years old, I swear he would just have retired. Or if Aaron Rodgers retired, he'd stay retired. But he, that man is so competitive that he's going to keep playing to keep all of his records intact. Like, I'm convinced. Do you think, like, t- the year 2020 or 2050, like, medical technology has advanced like a long time quarterbacks are playing until they're like in their 50s like normally now and like somebody is like getting close to breaking tom's records and he just unretires at the age of like 80 to come back and (laughs) he's gonna no he's gonna be like they're gonna do that thing like in futurama where they take his head from his body and just put it on a younger body No, we can't do that because concussions are what we're worried about, Beans. We would oh, right. We would take bags. People can keep their heads, but they their bodies can play football. <laughs> the, um, I, I do want to say this uh, one thing, too. Um, I was watching uh, Man in the Arena last night. Tom came out of retirement. And I was like, well, shit, I only got two episodes left. I want to watch it. I watched the last one. He was talking about this story he loves from uh, – it's like a Chinese farmer tailor never. And essentially what happens is, is this farmer's horse runs away and then everyone's like sad for him. But then like 10 horses come back and they're like, oh, it's a good thing that horse left. And he's like, well, maybe or never. And then like the wild horses, they're training him and his son like gets bucked off and breaks his arm. And everyone's like, oh, that's sad. And he's like, well, maybe. And then like there's a draft because they country starts fighting a war and his son can't go because he breaks his leg. And like, oh, well, you're really fortunate that your son broke his leg. And it's like, well, maybe. And so, it's, and so Tom, like, put this whole well, maybe thing. And that was, like, a huge thing in terms of, like, the point of that episode was centered around that Chinese tale. And it just feels like, for him, like, everything is pointing to, I'm going to play for goddamn forever because, well, maybe if I keep playing, like, good shit will happen. And if bad shit happens, then, like, I can just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Let's talk about the other quarterback. <laughs> the other drama quarterback. The one who has no extension at this point in time. Dear God. Aaron Rodgers has been a great cash cow for us. So, <laughs> if you don't have a story, fall back. <laughs> I I get it. Like I understand why we are where we currently are. Like him and Devontae Adams are butt buddies. Aaron Rodgers knows what he's worth. Devontae Adams knows what he's worth. And they want paid what they're worth. And I don't blame them at all. The problem is like the players at this point want paid for what they did the last two years. <laughs> 
And it doesn't make sense for the Packers to pay them for what they did the last two years. The Packers want to pay them for the future years, not what they have already done. I, I agree with that. I mean, we have a how old is how old is um Adams is thirty and or about to turn thirty and yeah. then um Aaron Rodgers is thirty eight. Yeah, like they're both they're both uh you know. They're in their eggs. They're at their exiting window. Yes, I'd argue Aaron, Aaron Rodgers passed his exiting window. I would agree I know with that he, too. I know he just won MVP, but I refuse to believe that he's just going to age as gracefully like Tom Brady has. I mean, just look at okay, and if you look at the pictures of um, Aaron Rodgers from yeah, like this the was past a rough four, season for and him physically. It, I compare it to like looking at a president. Like if you ever look at the president at their first year, they look, you know, good. And then when they leave, they just look like they've been the through Obama the ringer. Effect, dude. Yes. The Obama effect awful. looks like he's just been smoking cigarettes for the past six years and four years, I guess. So <laughs> I, Aaron Rodgers looks the exact same way. It looks like he's been drugged through the ringer. And but yeah, you know, I guess you know what Tom even Brady have... looks like the picture of fucking health. He's the only dude who's ever aged backwards, which is crazy. <laughs> And I, I'm like 23, and I every day I look like I'm getting older and older. Yeah, we know, Beans. It's so <laughs> But I guess we didn't even address what really happened here. So this morning, uh, Devontae Adams comes out and tells the Packers, look, I'm not playing on a franchise tag. You guys need to lock me up full. Uh, give me an extension and pay me for what I'm worth. Um, and this is right after Aaron Rodgers came out and allegedly accepted a $200 million contract for four years. But Aaron Rodgers was pointing out that he didn't actually sign anything. It's just that he's definitely going to play football, allegedly. And now we're stuck here where the Packers, if the Packers want to complete compete, they just have no leverage in this thing, right? It's just figuring out the dollar amount. Jordan Love season, baby. Let's go. Let's I, get I, it done. I don't know, like, I, I, the only <laughs> thing I know about the whole situation is that, that there is nothing signed yet. But if you look at um, the Packers' um, cap, it shows that it's hit. So I, they usually don't put that in there until it's actually been signed. So I'm curious to see why that is. Well, they have, a, like, the Packers have been making moves throughout today as Monday to, yeah. like, try and clear up space to get Devontae Adams. But I guess... I know the Packers, if you're the Packers, it's literally like, don't pay Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, and you just like accept going full rebuild, or you try and piece this together for as long as you can, right? Yeah, and, like, and you've I seen that. either way. Yeah, and you've seen them kind of making their steps towards it by letting some players go today. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've also made a pretty solid extension with their uh, linebacker, Campbell. So it's like, you know... If you're Adams, aren't you kind of pissed in that situation that a linebacker got some, got paid pretty healthy and he's still sitting here wondering what's going to happen with him? No, because that extension is literally just to push cap the cap hit. It is, and yeah, that I'm, and it it is that is clearing up space. Um, who else? They let somebody else go today. Zadarius Smith. Yeah, yeah. Bring Zadarius Smith, future chief. Yeah, that if that is the replacement of Frank Clark, I will be okay with that. Well, yeah. unfortunately, Frank Clark is looking like more and more like he's coming back on a restructure. Being well, if he comes well. back on a restructure, that's a cheaper deal. You still have some room to kind of sign your other edge rusher there. I suppose. I'm just, you know, devastated. I thought we were finally going to get rid of Frank Clark, and it's just 
out I know. of the contract. It, yeah. But that's not the way the world works sometimes. So let's pivot from uh, one disgruntled wide receiver to a receiver that's probably now disgruntled. Amari Cooper got traded, folks. God bless it. Oh, I'm so fucking pissed at this. Bean, Every, tell me why you're so pissed. For what the... <laughs> okay, there are kind of two sides to this. A... Just let go of Ezekiel Elliott. The running back is not a no. They they physically can't beans. They're like the cap hit is or the dead money that they would take is just more than. They See, would and they back. they they have to sleep in the bed that they have made with that situation because now Ezekiel Elliott's the second best running back on that team. So what, what I hate is why does the media not report it that way? No like, shit. Why, why is Amari Cooper the problem here? Amari yes. Cooper is making ten million dollars a year less than DeAndre Hopkins right now. Like and, Amari Cooper is not the issue. He's widely regarded as one of the best route runners in the NFL. I will. He's the most underrated receiver in the NFL. I mean, is it crazy Whoa, for me to say Tyler Lockett? Like, okay, I, okay, okay, okay. I that one. He's I will the most agree underrated with. elite. He is. Receiver. He, he does yes. not. He does not get his flowers. I will agree with that one. But Amari Cooper is up there too. Yes. No. This this isn't a pooping on Amari Cooper thing. This is a every single NFL organization is a fucking idiot for not sending a fifth round pick. And the Browns won in that situation. Granted, it is the fucking Browns. But how is like the not anybody and we're a Midwest podcast and support the Chiefs. How is Brett Veach not on the phone saying, "Here, I'll throw a fucking second round pick for this guy." It, it's got to be money, right? That's got to be what it is. I know they did take the cap with it, but surely you could have made something work there. The report that I heard was that the Jacksonville Jaguars, this was, and this is very funny for when we get on to them today, but like some other teams and the Jaguars were the other teams interested in Amari Cooper, but the Jaguars didn't want to take, they like wanted basically to split the cap hit with the Cowboys, which is fucking hilarious for what they gave Christian Kirk today. Wait, they wanted to split split Amari Cooper's cap hit so they could just... Oh, my God. Yes. So, we might as well just get into the the free agency side of things today. We'll name drop Kirk Cousins. He signed a one-year extension with the Vikings for $35 million. No one one gets that about Kirk Cousins. We can talk about him later. But free agency did open up today, and, you know, the Amari Cooper trade and Brady coming back really was kind of the kickoff of like all of this type of free agency moving and player movement and everything. And I think the number one story of the day for everyone is that Christian Kirk is the new Sam Bradford, I think is what we're saying here. Uh, Finesse God. The, I, he's like Timothy Mozgov and Lou Dang and Chandler four, Parsons. Ch- he's, four he's years, Chandler Parsons. $84 million, right? $21 million. It can get up to that. I think it's, uh, I think $10 million of the whole contract is exen- incentives, isn't it? It's like four yes. years, like 74, I think. So let's assume that Christian Kirk is healthy over the next four years and takes that full contract. He's, I just would like to point out to the uh, American public that he is making more than Amari Cooper, who was apparently the problem in America's team. Yeah. And he's making. He's making $21 million per year. DeAndre Hopkins is making 30 There's so many problems with this deal. And <laughs> is, it, is it an upgrade? Because Christian Kirk, so there's a Christian Kirk in the slot. This is from uh, Ian Hart. It's on Twitter. Christian Kirk in the slot has like a 4.8 yards per route run, which is just fucking incredible. Like above three is awesome. 
Christian Kirk, when he's playing on the outside, is at like 1.8 yards per route run. So you have this guy that's like a slot receiver, very good slot receiver, but that's where he needs to play to be his best self and probably not worth $21 million a year, but at least worth more of that money. You also have LaVisca Chenault there, who you don't know how to use. And then you just signed Evan Ingram today as well, who all three play in the slot. And and we kind of hinted at this. All of these moves, like, I think they've only made one solid move, in my opinion. Um, but all of these moves have just been a lateral. It's just been such a lateral move for them. There's no, there's not been a two steps forward kind of thing. It, it's such... I read this thing today on... It was on Reddit, so credit to Reddit, I suppose. And it was like, yeah, you got to pay, you know, Christian Kirk market value plus 20% because you're the fucking Jags. And someone rightfully pointed out, well, maybe the Jags are the Jags because they keep paying players 20% more than what they're worth. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. That is a very good point. And it's also kind of they've hit they've done very good at drafting. They just haven't had production. They don't have their. That's because they don't have the money left to pay their draft. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. They develop them and then kick them down the road. What what kind of contract is DJ Shark going to get? I'm like, okay, none, not not wait from the Jaguars or from anybody else. Literally, like market value. Because I'm just sitting here thinking, like, uh, other than like injuries, if if injuries are turned off, which I get, you can't do. But like DJ Shark's a better receiver than Christian Kirk, in my opinion. Yeah, healthy DJ Shark, I would take that over. <laughs> Okay, and we're holding one injury that he's had in his NFL career against him. Like, and yeah, happened, exactly. It happened to be in his contract year because you would think if you're the Jaguars, you know, DJ Tark would be cheaper to sign because he's already on your roster than on the free free agent market. I don't know about that, but i damn sure he's cheaper than Christian Kirk. Well, why don't you just re-sign DJ Shark to like half of what you're going to end up paying Christian Kirk and then lob Buffalo like a fifth round pick for Cole Beasley. Here, let's yeah. look up. Let's look up the market value for like, DJ Chark. Surely, like surely you can do. Slot receivers grow on trees. No, that's the other thing about this is DJ Chark is an ex receiver on the outside who can play in the slot. Like Christian Kirk can't play on the outside. And you can't but, tell me like somebody like a Sky Moore would have been available for them in the draft, but that's that's draft talk. So <laughs> that, that's another slot receiver. Exactly. I, I love Jacoby Myers in New England and hope he stays there just because he fits kind of that culture. But you can't tell me you couldn't have lo- – like, he has a second-round tender on there, which is like equivalent to 3.4 a year or something. There's you been- can't tell me you couldn't have lobbed like $7 million a year for two years and Jacoby Myers and gotten in. Jacoby Myers is a fine slot receiver. I've been seeing all over uh, Twitter how many tenders there have ten- – is that the right word that I just used there? Tenders, tenders. for – yeah, for slot receivers. They've been just tenders. good – yeah, chicken. T- they, yeah, there's been a ton of second round chicken tenders going around. Uh, DJ Chark's um, market value right now currently stands at um, 11.9, so 12 million a year for four years. So, well, what did it say Kirk's value was? Kirk's? Yeah. I don't know. I can't see what his past value could have been. Well, apparently he's I- 21. Apparently, DJ Shark is worth $9 million a year less than Christian Kirk. So, I have a question. Because yeah. I think this is important for all of the people in America to think about. What the fuck do you think Christian Kirk's agent told the Jaguars? That this we guy, don't know. 
He is God. <laughs> okay. Is, like, is there to, blackmail? That's more believable than what they did. To piggyback off of that. Okay. Oh, shit. I found, I found his market value. Take a wild guess. Over or under of DJ Charks? It's under. I know yes. it's under. It is under. 11.8 million. <laughs> Does that mean the DJ Sharks is going to sign for 21 million with whoever the fuck he signs? Whatever. I mean, I that, they're, they're kind of two different. They're two different style of receivers, but I, I totally get that, dude. But like, uh, whatever. Jackson was poverty. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely yeah. poverty. I, I think one thing I do want to ask to piggyback off that question you had, Gavin. Do, do you think his? Do you think they negotiated that contract, or do you think like the Jaguars, like hit him with something way higher, and then they just like kept going? I think that Jacksonville like. Prior to free agency, said Christian, they identified because I don't think Jacksonville can do this part well either. I think that they said we need to upgrade a wide receiver. They identified Christian Kirk as as the guy that they thought could do that. And then when they heard that there was a market for Christian Kirk, they basically just said Christian Kirk, no matter what, whatever the payment is, and just like <laughs> didn't back down off of that. Because whatever. I mean, here's the thing with the Jacksonville Jaguars organization. Other than just like a layup with like drafting Trevor Lawrence first overall or Or whatever, like whenever they have to do their job, they fail. Like whenever they have to identify talent and pay it a fair value, they can't do it. It's because Trev Bach is their GM. And Trev Bach is an idiot. They chose Trev Bakke over a quote Ryan graphic. Leftwich. <laughs> think about that. I I, 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 I would like idiot. I would like to think Christian Kirk just rolled out of his bed this morning and his agents texting him like thirty times saying we're we're gonna sign this we're gonna sign this we're gonna sign this. <laughs> I uh, I mean Christian I don't Kirk know. Christian Kirk couldn't produce with like if Kyler is supposedly a good quarterback. And DeAndre Hopkins was hurt for half of this year. Like Christian Kirk couldn't produce when he was the number one receiver with another young, promising quarterback. So why the fuck would you think that he's going to do it with Trevor Lawrence? Unless they, unless they see him, baby. Unless they see putting him in a different role. I don't. No, I mean, this he's will played pro- multiple roles in Arizona. The only one he's been successful in is the slot. Well, maybe so. they're just signing him to be this. I mean, they could just be signing Evan Ingram to be the X. I, I oh, guess. Like, I mean, they can still that. draft an accuracy. They could get George Pickens at the top of the second round and Max. play the X. Like, that's okay. But I, I at that point, you're still overpaying for what we have seen from Christian Kirk. It's a process thing that we're making fun of here with the Jaguars. So, uh, we, we, we so speak, move on. Yeah, so speaking yeah. of getting the bag, J.C. Jackson definitely. Oh, go to hell. Go to hell. Fuck the Chargers. God I know. They, they are just throwing money out because they, they, they have they, money. And they, they should. Because they don't have a quarterback to throw shit at right well, now. Well, that's the difference, though, Beans. They are throwing money around to one of the best young corners in the NFL, while the Jaguars are throwing money around to, like, a mediocre Kirk. at best slot receiver. Exactly. And a mediocre tight end. And D- like right, tight now, right now, the Chargers are hitting where they need to hit. And right now, pairing J.C. Jackson with Asante Samuel, that's kind of a scary combination. No, I, I love this signing for – I mean, you realize it's Derwin James, Asante Samuel, and J.C. Jackson in that secondary right now. And and then you have the uh, rushing ability of Bosa. Oh, yeah, my God. This defense – and they're talking about also getting Matthew, which is fucking crazy. No, it's uh, is it, is it Jerry Tillery still the D tackle there? Yeah, I think so. Oh, God, 
Yeah. Okay. Um, we don't need to linger on this too long because we're kind of running. Our quick hitters are becoming long hitters here. So I, I guess I, I want to leave off this. J.C. Jackson is super good, and the Chargers made a great signing here because J.C. Jackson is super good. Are they? The, they're the best roster in the NFL. Maybe not the NFL, but I mean they're definitely the best roster. The way the, right? I think, I think yeah. Gavin might have said this earlier. Um, right now, if we were to rank the AFC West right now, by roster. definitely, yeah, by roster, I think Chargers is one. And right now, you are at a toss-up between the Broncos and the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are right there because I think they of the potential of what's going to happen this free agency. But right now, it's a toss-up for them, and then the Raiders are just soaking there at the bottom. Yeah, and regardless, there's a gap between the Broncos and the Chiefs and what the Chargers are at right now. No, and yeah, the Chargers they still have all of their draft picks to improve this year as well. I mean, and the Chargers yet we're have A plus players like on that defense. They got like A corners. A edge rushers, an A plus safety, like a good running back, a good offensive line. <laughs> like, like they're I mean, good. They're really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> like they this just got scary. I I and I can only imagine like just speech right now is just sweating bullets. Well, the best thing that the Chiefs fans have going for them is that at the end of the day, the Chargers are still the Chargers. the Chargers. Yes. I mean, like what Sam mentioned last week, the only thing that could be the upside is they actually get a good kicker. Yeah, no shit. If, if they find, dude, I saw someone say they might sign a Young Way Koo from uh, Atlanta. Oh, from Atlanta. Atlanta. Let's if go. Sign, if they sign the Young Ho, it's over. Chargers Super Bowl Parade. Let's schedule it. Let's no, it. because because yeah. because Robert or is it Staley? He's still gonna want to go for it on fourth Brandon down. Brandon Staley's actually, gonna go Brandon for it on Staley. fourth down every foot, like every drive, and just they're gonna the they're gonna overpay a kicker and then say no, you're gonna sit here for a minute. <laughs> it's exactly what's gonna happen. Maybe they would just go no kicker. Honestly, best dude, dude. Sure. They didn't use them save, last year. Save That's money. Save money and just sign a kicker slash punter combination. Save money. I'm surprised no one's ever done that. I've thought of that before too. That's just surely there's. I dude, okay. At the risk of having Pat McAfee listen to this and like <laughs> fucking roast my ass, how hard is it to actually punt a football? Like, oh, Pat, Pat's in the chat right now, <laughs> dude. Okay, like I'm sorry, but there's no way you can't find some kicker from like. That's worth a shit, like in the NCAA, that you can't like teach on a punt. Because Pat was a fucking kicker in the NCAA. He didn't punt. I, well, okay. I remember so the long, happened. which go makes ahead. it all, oh, go ahead. I remember the long, dark days of the Kansas City Chiefs back when they sucked, you know, like Todd Haley and all that shit. Our best player was our punter. Dude, yeah, I mean, what's this makes it even funnier, too, when like I know the Pittsburgh Steelers had a punter that averaged like around. 40 yards a punt this last year. It makes it so much better when you have a punter that's just absolute dog shit. And you're just like, you know, like, I'm legitimately not sure what you're doing here. And by the way, I'm sorry, running backs, because we've, I think, established a very fair point here. Kickers, punters, and running backs don't matter. we got (laughs) to lump them all together. I honestly wouldn't put kickers in that uh, contingency just because kickers affect so much. But Fair. Whatever. Okay. Uh, quickly, Tyron Matthew, rumored Chargers, rumors Raiders. Um, he's going out for revenge for us, right? He's gonna end up on one of those two teams, right? 
Yeah. What if he goes to the? What if he just somehow ends up on the Broncos? Well, fuck it. Same same principle. Uh, so Tyron's pretty much gone. Uh, let's go get Marcus Williams. Yes. Yep. Just gone a little bit. Fucking sell out. We gotta move on, folks. We gotta move. I on love having a hit. rival in the AFC, though. Yes. Huh? Or I love ha- the idea of having like a rival player vision that like the uh, because of what he said about Chiefs fans. Like if he goes and wins with another team in our division, like I. I love the idea that he's going to be like a villain to Chiefs fans over the next couple of years, just if he resigns in our division. Oh yeah, I agree. Well, I think he'll find that you know it probably the grass isn't necessarily always greener. Fair. He, that that would be my point. So a quickie before we move on. I don't want to dwell too much onto this. But, you know, other than Tom Brady just ruining the uh, dreams <laughs> of all of these college-age kids, uh, Selection Sunday did happen. Um, yeah, it's the best time of the year, folks. March Madness is upon us. Have you guys filled out your bracket yet? Oh, yeah. I, I was planning on it tonight. I think my favorite part of Selection Sunday, aside from, like, you know, like I think it was Texas A&M that just got like completely boned on not getting in. Them and them and Oklahoma, the big the Big Ten got fucking deep throated by the committee this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Indiana, like I, Indiana I love seeing nowhere near the resume that Oklahoma had. I just love seeing the fan bases like completely overreacting. In my opinion, overreacting to because there's so much bullshit that just goes on in college basketball in a one game sample size. Like, are you really going to dive into which one seed got the easy road? Which one, which two seed got the easy road? In my opinion, you have no fucking idea because that seven seed you're going to play second round is just randomly going to shoot 56% from three and you got to find a way to beat them. And that's yeah. the NCAA tournament. No, it's it's madness for a reason. I will say, though, this, this ties into uh, some Kansas round ball talk. If I had to say, KU looks like you know walk to the Final Four. Yeah, they got they got the easy side. It, yes, it I, feels I, like I, they. It feels like if you're just thinking about it, they have the most inconsistent two seed. They have the three seed. There is uh, who even is their three seed? I don't even I'm, remember who. Their I'm three looking seed. right now. I know Providence is their four. Seed. Providence is frauds. Providence is probably going to lose South Coast State. <laughs> Iowa also just doesn't play any fucking defense. Like Iowa, like will probably give them like some trouble offensively. But hey, were you asking the three seed? Yeah, who's the three seed in that? Ten- Tennessee. Or no, 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 no. That's the other side. Fuck. Where the fuck are they? Wow. Hey, oh, Wis- oh, Wisconsin. Oh yeah, Wisconsin is also in the Big Ten. They're frauds. Yeah, and uh, and they, I thought, they have one I thought good Auburn was Johnny Davis I- is like really good. Wisconsin's just a bunch of white dudes with one good player. Like they're frauds. I'm sorry. Um, who I uh, who has their one one underdog story? I'm I'm gonna go with uh, South Dakota State. See, everyone's saying South Dakota State, so I can't see- say South Dakota State. Um, I don't know. One one big upset for me. Let me take a look. While well, Sam's looking, quick. I do not have one. I haven't filled out my bracket yet. We'll reply back shortly. Well, I tell you what. Let me let me look at one that I got, and then one first round we got, and we'll we'll get our, on our way. 
I do think Texas Tech has a good has a good shot though. Being in the Big Twelve, this is the one time of year I love. It's like if your team didn't make it, okay, well we're gonna cheer for our conference. I love that, <laughs> you know, like oh well our team didn't make it. Well, let's fall back to supporting our conference. My, yeah. Mine is super chalky. Um, this is also gonna be a popular upset pick. Um, I stayed over LSU. LSU just fired the coach. That's either gonna bring LSU to a first round exit or like a Sweet Sixteen appearance. We just don't know which one yet. <laughs> um, but but. To all of you guys listening out there, we're actually going to go even more in depth into the bracket. Yes. And to just kind of some of our picks. That's a little taste, a little preview for you guys. We'll be having a 30-minute quickie drop down. or dropping for you probably 30, Wednesday night or 30 Thursday minutes morning. 30 minutes is a quickie for you? Holy shit. Um, I, we last a long time out here in the flyover. <laughs> um, but for everyone listening right now, currently, we do have a bracket challenge for you guys. And we'll repeat this on the next pod, but it might be too late to join by then. So if you guys want to join our bracket challenge, go to at double underscore F3S, all capitals, at Twitter. And you'll be able to find the Flyover State Sports Show bracket challenge and what we can promise you is that if you win this bracket challenge you will be able to come onto the podcast for a 15 minute segment where you can gloat your ass off and ask us questions that we have to answer just please keep it pg we're not trying to get canceled out here (laughs) so come join the fun it'll be a good time i already know that there's a couple of entrants in there so you know what they say if you enter you have pretty good odds right now so hopefully we'll be able to fill that up and have a raucous time there. We'll be picking our bracket together on Wednesday. So now that we've shamelessly plugged our Twitter and shamelessly plugged a prize for our own podcast that really doesn't mean anything to these people, <laughs> let's move on to the next segment. Um, we were thinking about doing this one last week, and I'm glad we didn't because Tom Brady came back, and that would have ruined the whole thing, guys. No shit. So we're going with the 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. And so let's start with the AFC East. We're, we're going to project some of these is basically what we're trying to get at. Obviously, some of the ones, especially like in the AFC East, are pretty self-explanatory. The Bills are going to start Josh Allen. The Patriots are going to start Mac Jones. And the Jets are going to start Zach Wilson. But Beans, Beans, you're the <laughs> one who made this list. And you didn't put two in for the Dolphins. Explain yourself, <laughs> sir. Well, today they just signed Teddy Bridgewater, so there's got to be something there for them. Am I wrong? No. Yes. I'm kidding. So I, I just put it in here just because of controversial. It always seems like the Dolphins are like, hey, poking at the hint, like, hey, we'll get rid of Tua for something. So I didn't know if you guys wanted to talk about this one or not, but I, I think it's going to be Tua just because I don't think anybody wants him right now. No, I I agree with you completely. I mean, them signing Teddy Bridgewater in terms of, like, I feel like the Dolphins feel like they're a competitive team. You know, like, we should be. We have this rookie contract quarterback, blah, blah, blah. And having a good backup, that is a at least veteran in the NFL that can help mentor, continue to help mentor Tua makes a ton of sense. And it also, like, gives you the – we have a, a solid backup if we lose Tua for a couple games since he got injured last year. Like, it just made a lot of sense to me, but I don't think just in terms of a sunk cost thing that Tua's in any 
uh, danger here because they got to figure out what they actually have. It, to it always seems like Tua just gets shit on. Like the Dolphins are always very adamant about we'll get rid of you at some point. Like they're just always pointing their finger at him. Like we will fucking let no, you go. No, beans. Brian Flores did that. Oh, okay? that's right. That yes. was Brian right. Flores. You can't, you can't okay. blame the Dolphins. That was all Brian Flores. Yeah, gotcha. that's why. That's why he got fired. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely no other reason why Brian Flores got fired. Nope. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's gonna be two for me as well. Uh, Teddy just feels like a super, super good backup, which is kind of where it just seems to be. Um, okay, so we're all in agreement that two is gonna go to the Dolphins. Let's go to the AFC North, and we know that the Bengals are gonna start Joe Burrow, and that the Ravens are gonna start Lamar Jackson. Gavin, do you let's, want to talk? Do you, well, Gavin, no, that's for later. Okay, all right. That, that's for later. <laughs> well, then let's start with the Browns. Everyone thinks that Baker Mayfield is the incumbent and the starting quarterback for next season, but there's been a lot of Deshaun Watson rumors out there. Lots of people thinking that the Browns are going to push him, Baker, out the door and bring in the massage man himself. So. <laughs> <laughs> What say you guys? Are the Browns going to pull it off? Gavin, do you want to go first on this one? I yep. have a few comments. Yeah, so, okay. So, if I'm the Browns, not only, like, ev- pretty much every NFL team, in my opinion, legal stuff out the window. I just want to pretend for right now, like, there's no legal stuff because I don't know what the truth is, and we won't know for a while, maybe ever. So, if Deshaun Watson is just clean, he is... One of, if not, you can make the argument, the like most valuable assets in the NFL. And if the Browns get him with the roster that they have, they are probably a super, they are a super bowl contender and maybe a super bowl favorite. So the Browns, in my opinion, have the most to gain from getting Deshaun Watson. Obviously we'll just, we'll talk about some other teams later, like Carolina or the saints, but I feel like the other teams, if, I, if I'm Deshaun Watson, only one of the teams that's supposedly interested in me has the ability to, like, be a significant upgrade over Houston. And I'm sorry, Carolina. I'm sorry, Saints. Like, you're an upgrade. The Browns are a significant upgrade and allow Deshaun Watson to actually go win games and be a title chaser. So you have, so you have Deshaun on here? I, if I'm the Browns, I'm sending, like, two starters and my next four years first-round picks and not giving a shit. Okay. I'm putting down Deshaun Watson for you. I, yep. I don't think that the Texans will trade him to Cleveland. For God's sakes, man. Like, you, you, you have Joe Burrow. You have Lamar. You have Pat. You have Herbert. You have Russ now. I mean, who else do you have in the – who else – I mean, if one of these rookie quarterbacks ever, like, takes a leap, I mean, that's going to be a problem. You have Josh Allen. I mean, you can't you can't just let another elite quarterback in the AFC go. You're never going to fucking win. Do so the, I, I don't think that they will let it. I don't think they will trade him there. Do the Texans have the luxury to care about that at yeah, this point? Yeah, I, I just think – I feel like if Carolina – I feel like Carolina New Orleans is going to put up – a competitive offer with that offer. And at that point, it's like, okay, well, fuck, we don't want to go against Deshaun Watson. So no, I, 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 I guess I, in my scenario, Deshaun Watson has a trade clause, a no trade clause, and the, the Browns are the only team, if I was Deshaun Watson, that I'm accepting a trade to. 
then I, I suppose I just wouldn't even trade him then. Like, why? Like, his, his value's not going to go down if he sits out another year. Like, That's so, fair. So who's your pick, Sam? I think they're strapped to Baker for this okay. next year. Like, I, I look, I think that Baker was hurt all last year. First of all, I think Baker's, like, mid. I think he reminds me of, like, he's Kirk Cousins, maybe, like, Garrett Carr, like, you know. Yeah, we, we can agree he, that Baker's better than he was now. last year, though, right? Yeah, Baker was hurt okay. last year, and Baker, like, doesn't have a super high ceiling. Um, I but like if Baker comes out and he's not hurt and he plays like super average like quarterback, like the 16th best quarterback in the league, then the Browns are going to win a ton of games, mm-hmm. and then it's not going to matter. Like it's it's this whole thing of like you just need competent quarterback production out of Baker, and I mean, but Baker always seems to just bounce back whenever he's about to die. Like it just it just feels that way to me. So I, I think, for one, they're strapped to Baker. I don't know who the improvement is other than Deshaun Watson. I don't think they can get Deshaun Watson, so give me Baker. Okay, okay. no, I, I agree with – I'm fine with rolling with Baker. My Deshaun Watson thing is, like, obviously, if I can get Deshaun Watson, I am. If they yeah. can't, I'm fine rolling with Baker. And, so. and for you, you know, for you, you're, in your mind, you think the Texans will give it to him. And in my mind, I don't think the Texans will do it. I so think do that- you – okay, um, we'll get there here in a second. Um, for my pick, I'm going to go with Baker. It was, and now I will say, 24 hours ago, well, not 24, I guess it would be 48, um, I would have had Kirk Cousins in this situation just because uh, the coach is from Minnesota, their GM is from Minnesota. It just seemed like the perfect fit. Uh, now that just went to, to went to hell in a handbasket. So yeah. I think they're just going to be give Baker you know, his credit, give him one more year, and then they'll just say, okay, fuck you, bye. And so, yeah. Okay, now Thank let's move you. on to the let's move on to the Steelers. Well, so, so Mitch Ten God Trubisky signed today, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he will. So, is this like opening day starter or most games started by the starter? Let's do opening day starter. Okay, if it's opening day starter, that changes things because this Mitch feels like so the, the Bears signed Mike Glennon. And then drafted Mitch, and then Mitch took over like after four games. This feels like the same thing where the Steelers are going to draft like Malik Willis, and they're going to start Mitch for a month, and then they're going to bench Mitch for Malik Willis. Like, am I wrong? Like, this feels nah, like that. Nah. I I think I give Mitch this one season. I'm I'm putting I'm walking that in for myself. I'm saying Mitch. I mean, I'm okay. going to say Mitch too. And again, it totally depends what quarterback Pittsburgh going to draft a quarterback, right? Like we're, yes. not gonna, we're not going to sit here and pretend that they're not going to draft a quarterback. No. It really depends which one. So the yeah. Steelers are a good organization, so if they draft Malik Willis, they're going to let Malik Willis sit for a whole season. Do they trade it, up? Do they trade up for Malik? I mean, if if your intention is – if you fall in love with him and your intention is to sit him for a year and do the Mahomes plan, yeah, why not? Just fucking throw Mitch out there and see what happens. Gavin, what's your pick? Okay, so I have two, I guess, thought processes with the with this. If I'm, if I, what I think Pittsburgh is going to do is they're going to trade up to like the high teens and take Malik Willis. That's just what has like been the rumor this whole time, right? And last year the rumor was Najee Harris, and they picked Najee Harris, and everything was hunky dory. Um, 
the problem that I have with that is a I think that Malik Willis would show enough flashes that he would just beat Mitch Trubisky and to me Mitch Trubisky still has that like you know the excuses you can make for him at least make sense with like he was with Nagy and we are pretty sure that Nagy was really bad now and maybe he's like Ryan Tannehill 2.0 right well you have to let Mitch Trubisky start multiple games for you to figure that out. And I think if they start uh, Malik Willis, they would eventually go to Malik Willis before they even had the chance to figure that out. And then on the second part of that is even if you were going to sit Malik Willis for a year, like Malik Willis is a redshirt senior in college. I'm not, I have a hard time believing that a redshirt senior in college is like a developmental prospect. It kind of seems like you should have done that at any time point and you're you should have figured out how to play quarterback at any point in your five years of college um that's what i would want in a franchise quarterback same thing goes with kenny pickett there my personal preference would be they they let mitch trubisky know what they're doing he's the starter this year hopefully has a resurgence since they have him for two years i draft sam howell at 21 and i let him sit there and look since he's he's a true junior and I'm just letting him figure out how to play quarterback in the NFL behind Mitch Trubisky. That's what I'm doing. Is it okay. also possible that you just give Mitch the reins, go full send, try and win this year, and then if you suck, you draft a quarterback next year, and if you're good, then you can still do whatever you want? The only issue with that, because, like, I mean, in this scenario, you know, you're taking a tackle at 21, helping build the offensive line and building around Mitch, Right. right. The problem with that is Pittsburgh's roster. Mitch Trubisky is an upgrade over Big Ben, and Big Ben either did he make the playoffs or almost made the playoffs last they, year? I think it was they, almost. He, he made he it. Played okay. them in the playoffs. Yeah, the Chiefs. No, played. that's right. Sorry, brain fart. That, yeah, that was that was <laughs> um, the uh, game that yeah. shouldn't have happened. So, like Pittsburgh, if Mitch Trubisky is an upgrade on Big Ben, and we're going to upgrade this roster. I don't think you're going to be in a position to draft a quarterback next year, or at least the one that you want. I'm sorry, but a leaving Big Ben is worse than a mid-tier Mitch Trubisky. No, I 100% agree with you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, this yeah. is a 10-win team with Mitch yeah. Trubisky. They're not going to be in a spot to get a quarterback. No, exactly. that's what that's that's what I'm getting at, though, is if you're good enough to make the playoffs with Mitch, then, like, do you, do you even need to draft a quarterback? No, I, uh, I I think for future purposes, yes. Or or do you just wait for a trade? Like, are you just waiting for the next Russell Wilson guy? I mean, like, I I this is more of an NBA adage, but like, dudes get pissed all the time, and like they're available for trades all the time. Like, no, I I agree with that because I mean, what's the if you're making well, the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky? Mitch Trubisky has made an NFC Championship game, so he, like, so he has a good year, you know, you. Can let him go or you can not let him. I would I mean, yeah. Sam Darnold has been traded for a second. You know, like quarterbacks get traded now. If he gets one good season, he's gone. So, I mean, that's that's a long talk for Mitch Trubisky. I think that's the most anybody's ever talked about him. All, all I'm saying is, is for like next year, if Mitch is good, but like you want to improve your ceiling, like can't you just, you can just like trade Mitch and sign Matt Ryan or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I mean, like, I feel I, I know you don't want to fall into this whole like Colts pattern of like trying to find the quarterback. But, like, I, I just feel like eventually, like, y- you'll be able to find them, especially as the Steelers. I, I just have faith in the Steelers to do that. 
No, it's been I a long time completely. on the AFC North thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Ryan Tannehill, despite everything, is coming back, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they're kind of locked into that. Trevor Lawrence is coming back. So really the Colts and the Texans are uh, the two teams here. Um, both these teams are exceedingly boring with maybe some high variance. Um, let's start with the Colts. Um, I- I'll start myself. Um, there was a report that Gardner Minshew was like kind of on the radar and I like the story of it and he's on my dynasty team. So I'm going to go Gardner Minshew because I'm biased. Okay. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go a quick here. Um, this might sound out left field is, I think that's the right term. Jimmy, give me Jim, give, give me Jimmy G. He played baseball. How do you not know the, the phrase? <laughs> yeah, no, I. Give me Garoppolo. I don't think that's out of left field at all, Beans. I think that's the most likely scenario. Okay, so you want to go with Jimmy G too? Yeah, I I okay. do think I do love the idea of Gardner Minshew there. The problem I is do too. I don't think that Gardner Minshew is that good. So yeah. I, also, quick shout out to Jordan Love. I've heard those rumors too. Ooh, that's a good one as well. Um, so that won't happen. My I, I, I got Jordan really Love over quick. both of those guys. I, I got Jordan one Love is later. Quick. Um, it's just Davis Mills. Uh, he showed enough last year for you to just to roll the dice on him again. Gavin, you have um, Baker there's... Mayfield because of the trade. Yes. Oh, are we um, keeping? Are we keeping yep. consistent with this? Yep, we're, we're keeping keep... consistent. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Well, I've already used. Okay, it's not like these teams are gonna make the right decisions, anyways. That's fine. <laughs> oh. Fuck. Shit. Bitch. <laughs> I do like the Baker Mayfield one, but it, oh, <laughs> I feel like I the did... Jags. The Jags were like, "Oh shit, we can sign someone other than Christian Kirk." I, I, so I'm going to go with Davis Mills because uh, Lovey Smith uh, hinted at he is our guy. So uh, I, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, Josh Rosen is our guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, on to the AFC, AFC West. West. If you don't know who the quarterbacks of the AFC West teams are, then I feel bad for you because none of them are changing. Hey. Uh, hey. So we can skip right past that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so the AFC East is a mess. Absolutely a mess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think there's less quarterback competition than Beans leads on here. I mean, he only has Dak as the only locked-in starter. And I would argue that the commanders are going to start Mr. Commander Wentz, right? Tommy it, Wentz. Yeah, can we can we call this a queen sweep? Queen, clean, queen, queen, clean a sweep. Queen, God. A queen sweep. A queen yes. sweep. Queen sweep. All right, Mr. Wentz. Uh, do you only put Commander Wentz? Or... Wait, uh, but one thing on Dak, um, there was a, like, very small rumor that after the playoff game, one of the reasons that Amari Cooper was getting traded was because him and Dak's relationship wasn't good because Amari Cooper called Dak Black Kirk Cousins. I heard that. So fucking hilarious. <laughs> and if Amari Cooper really did call him that, I respect the man, especially Shout because out. he has the race card. So he can just say whatever he wants. <laughs> I respect Shout it. Out. All right. The Eagles. Um, yeah. Who do you got? Okay, Watson, so motherfucker. This is going. <laughs> so you're gonna have to redact one of my previous ones, Bean. No, I can't do. No, these are locked in. These are not locked in. <laughs> not not when you only have to change one thing, because the Eagles are trading for uh, Deshaun Watson. I don't care. I know yep. everyone says okay. they're not, but I know they are. So you're going to operate. So you're going to go so, with Deshaun. Yeah. So give me Deshaun Watson, the Eagles, and redact Davis Mills' long ass neck to. Uh, Jalen Hurts is back up. Okay, Jalen Hurts for the Texans. Exactly. Um, uh, I think I think they're gonna. Texas. 
I think they're going to stick with Jalen Hurts. Uh, I don't think the Eagles are going to move on from that. Oh, I think you're right, probably. But I'm biased. So. Okay. Gavin, who do you got for the Eagles? So, if I redact, was able to redact Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield just starts in uh, Cleveland, and this is where Deshaun Watson would go. That's I'm not. Where, that's what I truly <laughs> that's think That's two redactions, Gavin. You got to live with it. No, so if if Deshaun Watson can't go here, he's already in Cleveland. I'm just rolling with Jalen Hurts, but I'm not happy about it. The winner of this uh, has to buy the other two guys a 30. All right. Wait, what? No. (laughs) Oh, shit. You have to come down to Independence and try it from my cold (laughs) All right, we got the controversial Giants here. Dear God. What are, what are they? Are they going to keep Daniel? Uh, it's just Dan Jones, isn't it? I don't. Do they have? It, I don't think they have any other options. It's just the Dime Man. Yeah, it's Danny Dimes. It, it's we, the di- don't. I don't think put they Daniel do Jones for me. Put Dan Dimes. Okay. Not Danny Dimes. Dan Dimes. So, uh, it, is there rumors of him leaving? Like. Like, do they want to let him go, or are they just going to be like, "Yeah, we'll keep him they here." Didn't even I pick think up it's his just a uh, option. I think it's just a uh, Brian Dable. Please fix our quarterback. Yeah, and they didn't even pick up his fifth year option. So they, I think they're doing this. I mean, a lot of it has something to do with uh, what they're going to be doing with uh, Kafka as the OC now. I think there's going to be something down the road there, um, but. I think they're just going to roll with Daniel Jones for for the Quick year. Question with Daniel Jones. Assuming like Dable goes out and handpicks this guy, what like level of free agent quarterback comes in and is like you're confident that he's better than Daniel Jones? Are we talking like Marcus Mariota? I think we're talking Jameis, aren't we? Like Jameis is like the one dude where I'm like, okay, yeah, like let's roll with. Him. I was gonna say Jameis as well. Okay, well I, I guess I was assu- I wasn't including Jameis. But. Marcus Mariota is just older, wiser Daniel Jones. Like they're the and same. there, there are hints of Mariota um, going to the Colts, but that would make sense too. But God I, bless Colts. We can move on. That was just a thought for that I. Yeah. Know. All right, Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Um, I personally. Wait, do we lock in the Packers one here? Oh, do we want to open up the Packers? Oh, I, I kind of want to open we, up the Packers. Do you want to open up the Packers, Gavin? Let's open up the Packers. Yeah, let's open up the Packers. Oh, God, okay. I'll, I'll say Jordan fucking Love. I don't give a shit. All right. Give, give me Jordan Love. Rogers, Rogers what? fucking retires. Let's go, baby. Okay, so Jordan Love. Yeah, I'll, I'll say fucking Jordan Love. Turd, who Fuck. do you got? It's Aaron. They're going to They're gonna pay Devontae Adams, and everything's going to be – Quote, fine. It's not going to be fine, but, like, they're going <laughs> to at least return everybody. They're just going to back themselves into cap hell. It's I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go with Mr. Charles Rodgers, too. That make, was... make sure after Jordan Love, you put in parentheses, actually Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be held liable for the things that come out of my mouth. I'm going to put AK. I'm going to put Jordan Love, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Look, Aaron Rodgers is going to start, but I, I'm man enough to say Justin Jordan Love on here. Fuck it. All right. The Bears. The Bears, we have Justin Fields. I'm pretty sure Andy that's Dalton. kind of. Andy Dalton. No, 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 no. No way. No, in hell it's correct. Justin Fields. Let's just move on to the Lions. The Lions. The Lions. Ridiculous. I think they're going to be stuck with Jared 
uh, Goff here. No, I, they, I they are. They, I, I do think – I know I mentioned Sam Howell before. This is the spot where, like, he always gets mentioned. And, like, same same thing I said before. It makes sense. Let him sit behind Goff for a year. and But Goff is the starter this year. Yeah. You need – Detroit is actually being very smart in the sense that they're building the team before they put the quarterback on the team. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking crazy concept. <laughs> it feels like whenever you draft the quarterback first, you're putting the cart before the horse. What's and funny it feels is... like they're putting the horse before the cart. Now, granted, there's a balancing act of you can't get you can't get too good or else you won't be able to draft that premium quarterback, but you know. Well, the Jaguars are trying to build just bodies before they build a team. <laughs> well, they have the quarterback. They're going to fucking kill Trevor Lawrence. And it's going to be bad. <laughs> that poor man. All right. So and for the Vikings. Go to the Jets. So for the Vikings here, I did put our names down because uh, 48 hours ago, Kirk Cousins wasn't a thing, and I had Kirk Cousins going somewhere else. But can we all three agree? Yeah, um, it's Kirk Cousins. Do you guys think this is a sneaky second-round quarterback spot? Yes. I think yes. it could be a sneaky first-round quarterback spot. Oh, oh really? Ooh. Oh yeah. I I think I mean new coach, new GM. You're right. I mean if they love a guy there then I don't know, maybe they maybe they're super into like Matt Corral. Well, and you also get the, you know, we let Kirk Cousins play play this year. He's locked down and he's not like the guy that's going to He's usually been the guy that's not going to fold when you put a backup behind him or whatever. Um and then you can just trade them this offseason. And no, I, I also do I, – I, so that does make a lot of sense with the extension. I also think this could be a sneaky wide receiver spot. Adam yeah. Thielen, you know, might be out the door. So Yep. I've, I've heard – this is just a quick plug here. Not a plug, really, but um, there's some Twitter account that posted stats, and I haven't looked it up yet to see if it's true, but Kirk Cousins had the same statistical season as Aaron Rodgers last year. So I, I haven't looked that up, but – if that's true, that's they're, kind they're of... very similar, but yeah. one plays for the Packers and made the playoffs, and the other one didn't. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the NFC South. Uh, right. The Bucks. Well, and again, 48 hours ago, the Bucks weren't a thing. Uh, now they have Tom Brady. Now so. they are. So we can move on from the Bucks. So the Saints. Gavin, Here. who do you got? Jameis. Too much sense. Really? I mean, where else is he going to go at this point? It's not like you can put Deshaun Watson there either. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I don't it's think Deshaun... Jameis is so wrong there. How do you how do you, how the fuck do you spell his it's, name? It's just J A M E I S. James is okay. James is Winston. James is well, like nobody. James got hurt in the first half of the season, so nobody remembers it. Um, he had he, he did very like, good in that time frame. Yeah, too. he was no, fine. Like, yeah, he was good. Yes. Yep. Who um, you got then, Beans? Is this your Deshaun Watson poll? No, I don't think they're gonna do that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't really – this is kind of like – man, I'm just going to go with Jameis just because I don't really – actually, know this was a sneaky Teddy spot too, but obviously he's in Miami yeah, now. Teddy, yeah, he's gone. Actually, you know what? No, fuck it. I'm going to go with Marcus Mariota here. Okay. I think he's, he's going to be cheap enough because they're in cap hell right now. I think that this is kind of the area they're going to want to go, you know, go with – Hopefully, pass Marcus Mariota and hope he, hopefully, you can get him on a cheap deal and maybe draft for the future. Taysom Hill. Ooh, that's a good one. Kind of forget I, he's I on the team. I don't think it's be because they want to go with Taysom Hill. I think it's because they're going to have to. 
I Th- think there's just nobody else. So, I think what's about to happen is is they're going to be so infatuated with the fact they can try and get Deshaun Watson that they're going to strike out and Jameis will be gone by the time that. I would have said Trevor. I would have said Trevor Simeon, but he's a free agent. Well, I think that Taysom is. I I think you're paying him starting quarterback money, so you better fucking play him at quarterback if you're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I and agree they, with that as well. They're just going to run like for Matt wildcat Ryan formation this, this whole year. Oh, you want Matt Ryan? Okay, yeah, so yeah, let's move on to the Falcons. Can we all agree? Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Falcons, Matt Ryan. Gavin, do you agree? I Unless they can trade him, which I don't think they can on that salary. Yeah. Okay, so Matt Ryan across the board. And you're already you're also running out of trade candidates. The Panthers. <sighs> the sigh. <laughs> At this point, it's Ian Thomas, right? Because you're paying them big money. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. He hates it here, folks. He I hate this organization. It. So it's Sam Darnold. I... Okay, so I think yeah. we ran through all of the teams that are like talked about it. Just all no redactions, no whatever. Who is the team that you think actually so- trades for Deshaun Watson? Because I'm at the point where I think it's a trade is going to happen. Just who is It's it? the Eagles or Panthers, in my opinion. And if the Eagles aren't going to do it, I think it's the Panthers because I think the Panthers are crazy enough to do it. Beans? I'm going to go with Sam Darnold here. I don't know if uh, I don't know if the Panthers are wanting – unless the Texans want uh, Christian McCaffrey. Do you think that's a plausible trade, McCaffrey well, and Watson? Maybe if Bill O'Brien was still there, but I don't know. Oh, not I just thought I just thought about that on the top of my head. I was going to go with Sam Darnold and then I thought about, well, I think the Texans are dumb enough to view like Christian McCaffrey as like way too high of an asset. You know and, what? Like, I, I, I like, <sighs> well, like he shouldn't be a guy that moves the needle significantly in a Deshaun Watson trade. You no, know, I'm going to go with the Panthers move here and they're just going to go with Sam Darnold. Okay. I think Newton. that's most just do, just do Sam Darnold slash Cam Newton. They're going to do the whole of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, in my stupor of I, – I, I'm not saying Sam Darnold. Oh, shit. Well, I was putting the, the... – I, I love me some Sam Darnold, but in my stupor of hot takes during this entirety of everything, I completely disregarded the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get traded to somewhere, and mm-hmm. now I have to put him here because it's the last place that makes sense. So, Jimmy G. All right. <laughs> Reluctantly. So, do you Jacoby think oh. Brissett would also make sense just because it wouldn't like help them at all? <laughs> <laughs> all right. NFC West. Uh, Rams is the only quote unquote lock on this one, but I'm telling you the Cardinals are a lock. So yeah. yeah we're gonna... Kyler, Kyler Murray, and if it's not, and if he holds out, it's. Uh, Colt McCoy. No, yeah, they just just locked down Colt McCoy, so he's definitely... I thought that... uh, Because he beat the Seahawks uh, it was either last season or the season before. I thought they were going to overpay for Colt McCoy. So we're going to do a wash here with Kyler Murray. Yeah. So did we all have Jimmy G getting traded away? I so far do. Yes. Now, Gavin hasn't yet, but the Seahawks and 49ers are still here. So... With the 49ers, uh, Sam, are you going to go with Sam I mean, Darnold? Trey, no, it's Trey Lance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. That... Yeah, the, the guy they drafted third overall last year. So, wait, who are who is uh, the Panthers giving up for Jimmy G? 
I don't know. Fucking second round pick? I don't fucking know. I guess they have a well, I don't even know if they're, what are they? This... They're just gonna cut Sam yeah. over to like have the yeah. backup. Okay, so we Trey Lance across the board. Yeah, Trey Lance is the starter here. Okay. Not, All right. Not this... a... yeah. Again, I, I screwed that up. Jimmy G would probably end up in like Indy more or less. Or more likely, but uh, no, I think know. I think the Panthers is a good spot for Jimmy G too. Well, just I be- mean, I think the Panthers are going to make a quarterback change regardless of what happens. And yeah, so I mean, they're trading for Jimmy G, or they're trading for Gardner Minshew, or they're trading for Deshaun. Yep. All right, who you got for the Seahawks? And tell me it's Drew Locke. Talk dirty to me, Gavin. <laughs> All right, so. No, okay. I can't talk myself into like an actual resurgence from Drew Locke, but I do think that the Seahawks can. Well, so like <laughs> I don't understand looking back on it in hindsight what the Broncos were trying to prove last year starting Teddy Bridgewater. Cuz like now I'm looking at the Seahawks and I'm like I don't know what you're going to get out of starting any other quarterback. Let's just, like, go have fun. Just completely uncork Drew Locke. Let's be really bad, but in a fun way that's fun to lock or fun to watch. Maybe we're not really bad. Maybe Drew Locke's actually good. I don't think that that's the case. But, like, what do you have to lose? Because you're not going to be good anyways. And I don't think Deshaun Watson goes here. Um, so, I get Drew Locke, and let's just have, a, let's have fucking fun. Drew. And draft a quarterback next year. Drew Locke throwing to Tyler Lockett 24-7. Okay. Wait, right. Oh, by uh, the way, Jesus. free agency talk here. The uh, Broncos are in talks with Bobby Wagner. Oh, I shit. hope to God that the Seattle Seahawks, because I was on our last episode saying that that trade and the Seattle Se- like that trade was fair. The Seahawks performing the tank job correctly should be like viewed independently. Because they have to just get that right regardless. This is not a step in the right direction when the Broncos are obviously interested in Bobby Wagner and you didn't just like try to include him on that trade package for an extra third round pick or something. You just cut him for nothing. Fuck it. Just, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And I hope that it was, I think Sam, you said this, it's like a respect thing. He can go sign wherever he wants. But well, he should have respected respectively gotten them some draft picks is what they should have done. God, I hope that I hope to God I'm wrong on that, but I don't think I am because these teams are idiots. Being, Sam, you're, you're a lock guy, aren't you? You're yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go lock it in with Drew Lock. Um right, I, I just don't unless they somehow just like sign a veteran quarterback like Andy Dalton or Tyrod Taylor. I just could bring Gino back. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. I am retracting that cuz I don't think I've used Jameis Winston yet. I thought you didn't use Jameis. No, I'm going through my notes right now. I don't. Oh, you put Marcus Mariota on the Saints. Yeah, give me Jameis Thunder, you asshole. Give me, give me famous Jameis, man. Give me famous Jameis Winston here. That was my pick. God damn it. Give me famous Jameis. (laughs) I feel like Drew Locke is just like Jameis Winston, but with zero working eyes. Jameis Winston's 2020 vision now because of LASIK surgery. He's going to be elite throwing DK and Tyler Lockett. So James have... Winston is the pick. It's super obvious. And if they stink, then they can just draft a new quarterback. Yep. I, sorry to steal your thunder there, Sam. Y- yeah, Beans. You know, no, you're not. <laughs> I you're forgot about it. <laughs> I actually have a note here on my on the desk saying Jameis. <laughs> I, I forgot why I put it down. <laughs> well, Beans is a dummy. 
Do you guys <laughs> do you, uh do you guys think that the fact that Pete Carroll is the oldest uh head coach in the NFL like plays into like... their mindset at quarterback at all? <laughs> A little, A bit. little bit. Like, <laughs> well, cuz like I don't think Pete Carroll necessarily wants to be he obviously doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild regardless, but, like, do you Why think they rush and just, like, take Kenny Pickett or something like that? Oh, God. that At nine? Dude, that'd be fucking stupid. Well, I mean, this this is a team that literally traded two first-round picks for a box safety and then paid him like a quarterback. Yeah, uh, but that would still just be really fucking stupid. Well, <laughs> they have a history of being stupid. I'm not saying it would be smart, but I'm saying if Pete Carroll is, like, Hey, I don't want to retire. Let's get we're gonna trade Russ away for a bunch of stuff and then we'll just draft another quarterback like we did Russell Wilson then and everything I, will be fine. I feel like I would rather just trade for Jimmy G. If you could. I mean, obviously that's a little bit of a tough sell, but I I don't know. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. I, I would want at least a more mobile quarterback than Jimmy G with the offensive line in Seattle, but which where a rookie would probably come in because I've I've heard Malik Willis at nine linked to them. And I, again, I just think that I guess if Malik Willis is going to play in the NFL, I'd want it to be immediately. Um, and I guess he can go there and see if he can have some magical moments like Russ. But I, I guess if you want a mobile guy, I would go with Marcus Mariota. I guess that's all I can say to you is that is that. All right, we're locking these in. And next, 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 at the beginning of the season, we'll see how accurate we were. Perfect. All right. Well, fellas, I tell you what. Do you feel it? Do I feel what? Do you feel the weather changing? Oh, I thought uh, I thought I was thought you were asking if I felt this whiskey. <laughs> well, I hope you feel the whiskey. But oh. folks, we have our National Weather Service meteorologist back with us for another installment of Weather Talk. And Helica, get your ass in here. Hi, can you guys hear me? We can hear you. Okay, perfect. Yep, I'm back. Um, I know you guys are pretty busy last week, um, so I uh, <laughs> I have a couple of cool things. First of all, happy Pi Day to all who recognize. Oh, yeah, um, I forgot it was Pi Day. <laughs> oh, that's a thing. Yes, did any of us have it. any pie today? I did not have any pie. Zero. <laughs> it's a thing for us nerds. Um, 3.1415, <laughs> but that's kind of all I get to. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that was that was today, and then also I know this past weekend we spring forward, so that's like our job to kind of like tell people, remind people, you know, you know, spring forward, check your smoke alarm batteries, all that stuff. Well, what's your, what's uh, your take on springing forward? And yeah. Helica? So, and Helica, at what point in the Earth's rotation around the sun does it actually spring forward an hour? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like it's. I don't mind it just because, like, I do shift work, so it doesn't affect me at all. Like, it really doesn't. Like, I just change a few things. Like, I still have the same duties at my job. I just, like, change when I do them by an hour. So it really doesn't affect me because I work shift work. So I don't really care. But I know there were so many people complaining about it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. It's, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> Did you know there's a spot? I, I don't remember the order it goes in. But there's a spot in Arizona where – so Arizona doesn't recognize daylight savings time. Is that right? Oh, I've heard about this. Oh, I yes. don't – yeah, I'm not sure that they so, yeah, no, they're, do. They yeah. either do or they don't. But there's, yeah. there's also this Indian tribe that has like a land reservation. 
like inside of Arizona, and mm-hmm. they do the opposite. So we'll just say Arizona doesn't, and the Indian mm-hmm. tribe does, right? Mm-hmm. So in Arizona, there's this Indian tribe with land that so they they differ when you go over. Well, inside of that Indian tribe is like an enclave of land that's actually like Arizona. So they do recognize it or don't or whatever. And then inside of that enclave is a double enclave (laughs) where it's still Indian land. So you can drive. It's like 30 minutes. It's like a 30 minute drive. So you can drive through that land like in 30 minutes to an hour. You change times like seven times. (laughs) That's awesome. Because it goes like Arizona Indian Reservation, Arizona Indian Reservation. Arizona cannot get time right. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. And that's why daylight yeah. savings time is the best. I think Florida is also another – don't quote me, but I think it's another state that doesn't recognize it. There's going to be some, like, terrible takes in here, like, after we get some facts. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to be commenting and saying, these guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's leave the weather to the professional then. Helica, <laughs> well, do you have any, like, awesome weather facts for us from the last well, two weeks if you want? I heard y'all last week got about, like, five to seven inches of snow. Yep. Yep. It was um, about average. It was, that's an average amount of snow. That is an average amount of snow. Um, yeah. So that's what I, was just, I was looking at like the snowfall map from March 11th and I was like, wow, you guys got pretty good. I think my dad measured four and a half at his house. In Topeka, that is an so average like, amount of okay. snow. An average amount of snow. I, I see where you're going with this, Beans. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> so there's that and then the most exciting thing that's happening today for weather in the united states is in the dallas fort worth area um there's a chance of severe thunderstorms today so creating some monster hail so we'll have to see what happens there's a bunch Ooh. of storm chasers out there right now um from what i've seen from weather twitter which is totally a thing um so um so that's like the most exciting thing happening right now is um some some pretty maybe some good size hail um just east of dallas fort worth what what kind of uh what kind of size hail are we looking at are we looking at like golf ball size softball size probably like one to two inches uh in diameter for hail so one inch is the cutoff for severe hail um anything lower than that's not severe that is um, an average <laughs> I, let me stop you right there now, kids. An average citizen, I would like to call cap on that being the cutoff. Because if I got hit by a half-inch piece of hail, I would feel like that would be pretty severe in my mind. So. Half-inch is only like... An average? Giant, like a quarter. <laughs> like, it's not that big. Wait, did you say, did you say it was a quarter size? No, like half an inch of hail, like think about it. That's not like that big. All right, let me grab my meter stick real quick. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, Helica. There's probably, it's only hailed on me a couple times, and I don't know if I've ever seen half inch hail. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay, is that the inch? No, this is the inch. Oh, my God. No, I have a meter stick on me. Oh, okay. I, I, okay, I can, I guess it's a, it's a yard stick. It doubles the yard and a meter stick. <laughs> well, it's not quite a meter stick. It only has a 91 uh, G-Sack on it. 
I, I can see your point for half in. Just eyeballing this, like I can see it. Like I see the vision, but you can't tell me that three quarters of an inch of hail would hurt like a motherfucker. It it might, but one inch is definitely the cutoff. Like if it's anything lower, then it's not severe. Anything higher is considered severe. So probably between Holy one shit. inch to two inch hail. I mean, there's obviously hail bigger than that. Like, but that's probably what it's gonna be. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at this like right now and I have my fingers spread out two inches and as Beans would say, it's an average size hail. That is an but... average? <laughs> no. So, <sorry. laughs> so, Angelica, I do have a question for you because mm-hmm. I don't want to... I want to get an expert's opinion on this uh, because <laughs> it was a hot take last week and oh. so I would like an expert's opinion on the question... Do tornadoes get too much street credit? What does that even mean? For what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so tornado- essentially, are, the question is: is like, you are know, tornadoes a hurricane? Over- a hurricane crashes into Florida, right? And it's like devastating, and it's like mm-hmm. a really big event, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, are tornadoes like overrated? Like, in yeah, terms like, of natural disasters. Hurricanes well, literally think- have tornadoes. Um, sometimes, not always. Um, so I think it depends because if you have a tornado like out in Goodland, like what's it gonna damage? Like a Pizza Hut? You know, like I, I said know. the like, same thing. <laughs> I said the same thing. I am an expert. I am an you expert. You heard it here first. The National Weather Service says, "Fuck you, Goodland." <laughs> that that's and gonna so, make it into the meme. That's think, gonna be a meme right there. I think it depends <laughs> where the tornado is happening because. In Kansas, we have so many, like, rural areas. It's not that it's not important. It's just that, like, when you're looking at, like, so the tornado, when they get, like, their EF1, 2, or 3, or 4, or 5 rating, it's based on how much damage it does to the structures that it's around. So, technically, oh. so that's why it's a little, that scale's a little faulty, because if a tornado happens in, like, uh, Manhattan, as opposed to Goodland, like, it's going to cause more damage in Manhattan, but what if it's the same strength as it was in Goodland? You know what I mean? I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot, and I thought it went off of, like, the length. I thought there was, like, some, like, scientific, mathematical. So what happens – so they actually have to have, like, engineers that come out there because they'll look at the buildings and try to retrate – like, look at the structural damage and how strong the structure was in the first place. So you have to do, like, a lot of, like, retracing steps of, like, okay, we saw this building where it's destroyed, but, like, how structurally sound was it? How old was it? Like, how tall was it? So it does have to do with path length and it has to do with obviously how strong the winds are and how long it was on the ground and how long it lasted and things like that. But also how much damage it does, which, you know, gets included in all that. But I mean, like, you're right. If it happens out in like rural in Kansas, it's like, yeah, it was a pretty decent sized tornado. But that's when the tornado is it's um, assessed based on like you can see the track length really good because there's nothing out there. So if it, like, goes through a cornfield, you can tell where it went. So that's yeah. when they really use, like, the path and the length and stuff like that. So, and radar, obviously, but. Okay, so, yeah. like, let me let me just get this straight, because it might just be dumb. So, like, <laughs> let's just, we'll just take, like, the more Oklahoma tornado, right? We'll just take that one. That's, like, a well, very there's... clear, like, F 5 tornado, right? Uh, there's been many there, but I'm sure you could just pick one, yeah. Yeah, one of those ones. I mean, there's been more yeah. tornadoes. But, you know, just one. We'll take one of those out. Okay. So if that happened, like, just in western, but fucking nowhere, 
Kansas and like hit just a wheat field? Are you telling me that wouldn't be like an EF5 or like would it still be an EF5? So that's when you would use like the track width and the track length because the width tells okay. you how big the tornado was. But I'm saying like the people are people are trying to more scientists are coming up with more data you know because like back then we didn't have all this data available so now that we do technology has gone farther and we have like drones and stuff too which has helped a lot it's like okay the fujita scale may be like may need a little upgrade because you know when it happens in like the wheat fields and stuff like that it's like you can kind of there's not a lot of damage out there but that doesn't take away for like if it was an EF5, like, you could see it because you can see the track. Okay. That, that makes yeah. more sense to me. So, but, so like, is you're it right. possible yeah. to overrate a tornado then? Kind of like, you know, the Duke of Tornadoes. No, it's not because, like I said, you have to put all those factors into it. So they take a lot of time surveying, usually National Weather Service employees at whatever office is nearest to where it happened in their, you know, warning area. And then emergency management goes out as well and like i said they'll have engineers go out there too to kind of study like what happened so surveying takes a long time so usually it's correct well you got to think sam like the one thing the national weather service knows not to do is underrate a storm because that would piss off mother nature and then it's just going to get worse (laughs) well plus that would be dangerous too gavin just the idea of underrating a storm would be dangerous it's always better (laughs) to decide caution it only hurt a tractor, so it was only an EF one. Like no, <laughs> like if it's like you can look at the the track. Uh, you should be able to say that, see the track. You can use it. You can see it from satellite too, or like I said, if you use a drone, you could kind of see it. But so you use that as an indication, or the winds, because there's a lot of wind sensors around. You know, um, I think K State has some on campus. Anyway. I would hope so, they do since it got hit that one time. <laughs> so there's little uh, measurement areas where we'll have uh, like wind sensors. And so if it, or if there's windmills out there or whatever, but you can usually tell by the amount of damage it does, even if it is in the country and how bad it was. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I tell you what, um, we're going to keep you on here for an extra five minutes because Gavin somehow got kicked out of this whole thing. So nice. we need you to fill time <laughs> for us. Um, okay. So, how, so it's obviously spring break for a lot of folks nowadays. Oh, there's Gavin. Padre is yep. a huge destination for spring break. I, How's I the weather think, down there? So it was cooler this past week and we had a cold front come through, but it's going to be like in the mid-80s for the rest of the week. So I think it's going to be hopping. Like, all the Texas schools are on spring break as well. So, like, oh, no. I'm not going to the island this week, but a few of my coworkers had to be deployed uh, last week to, like, just go brief the emergency managers and the, the hospitals that are – well, they have, like – I don't know. They have just people on site for if people are hurt and stuff like that. But the water temperatures are still pretty cold, though, so I don't know who's swimming out there, but – you know, Long you college drink. kids. Yeah, I was like, you can still drink on the beach just fine, but. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, sweet. I tell you what, Angelica, I want to thank you for coming on here. You should definitely join our bracket challenge, by the way. We, oh, uh, that's right. We tweeted it out. Um, You know, if you win, you can get like a 30-minute weather talk segment or you can get <laughs> two different segments that, that you want. It doesn't really matter to us, but we love having you on here. And thanks again for coming on. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, Angelica. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Bye.
Bye. Just hang up like it was a phone call, not a podcast. <laughs> I tell you what. Well, I don't know how to, you know, we're, we're new at this. We don't know how to kick people off. We don't have that That's, we're kind of balls. Yeah, we don't have that power. They can join and just say, yeah, we're going to stay Yeah, she's still got the link, so. <laughs> yeah, she can always come back. But no, see, in a serious sense, we do enjoy having an helicon here, and she does great for weather talk, and it's good to, you know, talk about something else, you know, other than just sports all the time. And plus, talking about tornadoes at the title of this podcast. It's good education. Yes. It is good education. Hey, I was right about the whole spreading out thing of Kansas. I am I am an expert. Well, I was surprised when she, when she, like, I understand that it's much quicker to, like, just rate a tornado when you can see what it destroyed and stuff, right? And then you kind of, like, can take more work if you need to to figure out, you know, size, length, width, all that stuff. So I guess that makes a ton of sense to me now. But I was really surprised when I thought that it, like a EF five tornado that hits just Goodland, Kansas, like just doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It didn't matter. It, you know that was like that quality win, but it just didn't count because yep. you lost in your conference tournament. Well, I tell you what, that was really an educational. I'm glad she came on. Off the, we'll need to each thank her, you know, after we get off this. But I think it's time for uh, another segment that's not sports beans. What do you got for us this week for your thought-provoking moment? All right. So uh, this weekend, you know, Lauren and I spent a great weekend in Kansas City. And in one of those moments I was driving, you know, you're just driving, just looking down the highway and just like, holy shit. And so in one of those moments, I had this thought, okay? I don't know where I heard the word, but I heard giraffe, okay? And so I started imagining giraffes, okay? (laughs) Jesus. Imagine how horrible it would be for a giraffe to throw up. (laughs) okay so time out here we gotta because like obviously like eating for a giraffe is like easy because gravity so if you're a giraffe like you have to throw up you wouldn't like just well imagine like okay so imagine like just a long night out with the dudes and you know terrible situation you know you get fucking schlommered and so you got you know you got to do the pukey upsies and that's got to last like five minutes for it to reach its stomach all the way up to its throat up to to its mouth okay so wait let's think about this logistically right um so i feel like if a giraffe was throwing up they'd have to put their head like down right yeah down into a pond so that way gravity can still kind of work but like it would just be sliding down your esophagus. For like, no, like your wild. esophagus would have to work its ass off, regardless of like <laughs> what, like if you were up, down, whatever. Because like you know, your esophagus just works that shit down slowly. These muscles just like contract and expand. It's got like I don't know how tall giraffes are, like twenty-seven feet of that shit. Hold on, how long is a giraffe's neck? I. <laughs> Hold on. Average height of because a giraffe got to be exhausted after it throws up. Okay, the average height for an adult giraffe is sixteen to nineteen feet. Oh, okay. Okay, but like, how long is the neck? Well, it's got to be like eight feet for the neck then. Average length for giraffe. Well, they're tall motherfuckers too, though. Yeah, like legs. Six six feet long. There you go. Six feet. That's the average. That's average. My neck is like six uh, inches long, right? Sure. Yeah. Kinda, 
that, that's that sounds an, about right. That is an above average length of a neck, yes. So, a giraffe would take 12 times as long to throw up as me. So, how long do you think it takes to throw up? Well, like, when you have the urge to throw up, and usually when it hits you after you're done drinking, it just kind of, like, hits you, you know, and you got to run, just do it. Like, I don't so know. Like, like, I know, but how long does it take to go from, like, for lack of a better term, far- farm to table? Oh, like, five it's got, seconds? Well, but oh, it's got to uh, be brutal. Giraffes have a long neck, too, so they can reach over to the sink to puke or the toilet to puke quicker. You guys have officially thought about this longer than I have, so. Well, I, I, I'm just saying, so if it takes five seconds, that's 12 times five, that's, that's like a minute, right? Yeah, yeah, that's oh a terrible, God. that is a terrible situation. But if it's like one second, it's still 12 seconds, right? Like if it takes a second for you to throw up, that's still 12 seconds for the giraffe. Yeah. Do you, do you think it would like burn its esophagus because of the oh, acids? I just can't imagine. We need to move on from the giraffe. Um, <laughs> All right. We, we need, you know what we need? Anyone who's listening to this, anyone, if you know a giraffe expert. <laughs> giraffe talk. Giraffe you talk. <laughs> at underscore underscore F3S, all capitals. Send them our way. Or text Gavin at 785. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> don't, don't give out our numbers. <laughs> We look. You we know, don't have a lot of giraffes in Kansas, so we well, need we somebody know. who has experience. Exactly. So if you, if anyone out here listening, if you know a giraffe guy or giraffe gal, send them away. We want to I talk know, about it. I know a guy going to school for zoology. I'll just text him. There you go. There you All go. Right. All right. Hot take of the week. All right. Um, I was supposed to have a hot take that was supposed to incorporate something else, but I don't. Oh, I know what it was. I remember now. <laughs> um, okay, K State fans, Brad Underwood is not coming through those doors. Ooh. I know that everyone wants Brad Underwood to come through those doors and save K State. He is not going to. Brad is Ooh. Brad is not coming. That, I don't care that what just anyone hurt. says. You will not convince me that Brad Underwood will be coming. Um, we are Ooh. going to end up with probably the North Texas head coach. Do you think? Do you um, think Frank's a possibility now? I no, I, I no, like I'm sad about think, it. But. I just don't. I think that's super weird. It feels like you're going after your ex girlfriend. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Um, and I, I just don't. I, I love Frank Martin. Frank Martin has like two twenty win seasons in ten years in South Carolina. Like I understand that South Carolina is kind of a shitty job. No, no, I know. I'm just like he just recently came available because he got fired, and like it just seems like something that at least Gene it will come across Gene Taylor's desk, and if it comes across his desk, I I just don't think that'll happen. Now, one thing well, I do want to point out is um, that's kind of funny is Bruce and Frank both got fired and or left the same year. And then a decade later, they both got fired. Ooh. <laughs> so, Ooh. like, those two are just kind of attached to the hip in a weird, a w- extra weird way. So, you know, it, it's the dichotomy of man. Yeah. But well, uh, I, I think everyone needs to just get a grip on themselves and just realize that, look, do I want Brad here? Yes. Gavin, Could Brad do- theoretically come here? Yes. Is he? No. So we just need to calm ourselves. Gavin, real quickly, do you have a coach in mind? No. I'm <laughs> like 
I didn't have Bruce in mind, and Bruce worked out okay. I know that the last three years were bad, and we need to make a change. But, like, at the end of the day, like, it's not my job to find the guy. My job at this point is, over the last year, to voice my opinion up to a point, and just, like, jobs as fans in general. It's like, okay, this isn't good. You voice your opinion up to a point. Some, a lot of people went too far that were a extremely vocal minority. We fired Bruce now. Everybody can take a chill pill and we can bring in a new guy. We can support him and more importantly, support the players that he brings in and attempt to build up the program again. Like that, that's all that we can do at this point. Biggest thing I want to, before to leave off this topic, right? Biggest thing I want to say, K state fans. I know y'all want to be the fucking nineties and football and the fucking like fifties and basketball or like 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever. The only way that you can get there is if you help by fostering a very good sports environment. Yes, thank you. Yeah. It thank doesn't you. matter how good the team is if you guys continually just berate everything that happens and be fair weather as shit and don't show up to games and leave at halftime of games and like all this stuff. No one's going to want to come here. And you can, and people complain about how no one wants to come to Manhattan. Well, you gotta make Manhattan be a place that you want to go to, right? Yep. Like, you're never gonna be Lawrence close to Kansas City. It's never gonna happen for Manhattan. It's it's past the time of new cities like sprouting up, like to be oasises of whatnot. Like Manhattan, like isn't gonna sprout up be huge because of a railroad or anything. The only thing that like could keep Manhattan to do that would be like if Amazon moved in, right? Like if Amazon moves their headquarters to fucking Manhattan or something like that. Which isn't <laughs> happening. Because no. we have we have state income tax. So that would never happen. Yeah. But the people of Manhattan, the Kansas State fans and the surrounding area, my challenge to you is to foster a winning environment as a fan base. And stop being so negative, because if you think it's negative, then it's going to be negative because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And on that note, Gavin, I know what your hot take is. So you're going last so I can leave early. Beans, what do you got? All right. So this is going to be a quick one. Um, I saw Batman a while ago, and I've had some time to think about it. Uh, this is going to piss off a lot of fucking people, and I know uh, it will. I already, I already know what you're going to say. And Batman, you. Was, Batman was better than the Spider-Man, the latest Spider-Man movie. I'm sorry. Wait, What's that's different... your hot take? Yes, Batman dude, was better. I thought better... you were going to say that movie sucked. Oh, geez, I love no. that movie. was way better than the Spider-Man movie. Thank you. Okay, and a lot of people are going to be commenting saying, oh, but the Marvel is so funny and this Spider-Man was so good because mm, it's you. Fuck off with that, okay? This was not for the kind-hearted. This was for adults. It was an adult <laughs> movie, and it was awesome. That I movie. thought about it for a little bit, and the the cinematography, the music, the darkness, the, the way they portrayed Batman and Gotham, perfection. That it was awesome. movie fucking kicked ass. Have you? Seen, it did. Have you seen that movie, Gavin? I have not actually. I do recommend right. it. Go see it. You, you need to go see it this weekend, dude. It's three hours, and it's worth it. Like, dude, and and a lot of people are saying like, oh, it's three hours long. Okay, would you rather pay fifteen dollars for a? 75 minute movie or movies a three, are three hour three movie. hours long now like that's what it is yes that's yeah, that's, that's, that's like what the events are but well, i'd rather pay 15 dollars for a three hour movie than a 75 minute movie 
Look, yeah, more movie. Deal. I'm not going to do any spoilers because I'm not going to spoil it for our audience. I'm not going to spoil it for Gavin. Here's the thing. Batman fucking kicked ass. And Very like, much I, so. I, in a non-spoilery spoilery way, No Way Home, super fun. I love Marvel stuff. Super fun. Yes. Too many plot holes. Too much. Yes. And this, and like, because this, like it, the story just sucked. They did it to fill the happiness of their audience. And Batman was just like, we're going to make our the audience. The storytelling, in my opinion, just wasn't very good. Like yes. And for Batman, that shit fucking slapped. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say it didn't have problems. But, dude, you go into that theater, you watch that opening monologue, and then oh. you watch that car chase, oh. and then you watch, like, and the fact that scenes. Dude, like, that movie fucking kicked ass. And what was that Nirvana song they played? It was just so fucking fitting. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. In the way, I think yes, it was just so fitting for that movie. Anyways, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It was very good. I Yeah, I thought you were going to say that it was bad. No, I no. Gonna, I, I am the complete opposite. Ass. I've talked to a couple people today, and I, get, I told them 10 out of 10. Yeah, movie kicked ass. Go see it, Gavin. No spoilers here for anyone. Yep. Um... But yeah, Gavin. All right, take me home. I know this take. I've been, I've heard this take for a year, and let me go grab my cigarettes to uh, <laughs> fucking smoke okay. for this one. So, for anybody driving out there, you're gonna want to park your car. <laughs> Anyone standing up, you're gonna sit down. Okay, so this requires some explaining because it's not just me being a fucking idiot. And it's gonna come off as that to some people, and I'm not sorry. So, Kadarius Tony used to play quarterback in high school. There are verified sources saying that this dude can uncork balls 60, 70 yards down the field, just has a fucking cannon for an arm. We also know that Kadarius Tony moves in a way that is just like different on an NFL football field. Go watch his highlights from last year. Like, he's one of the best athletes in the NFL. Like, those two things are just. Undeniable based on the information we have. My point is those two things are also the best two qualities about Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. And the cool thing about Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson is he is approaching a new deal. And I can tell you that I do wholeheartedly believe that the Ravens should not give Lamar Jackson a new deal. In fact, if I was the Ravens, I would be trading Lamar Jackson to the Giants for multiple assets, including Kadarius Toney, who is my new quarterback that will run the exact same system that Lamar Jackson does. Now, Beans, I'm going to explain this a little further, but give me your initial thoughts. Uh... I'll support you, Gavin. I'm, no, like, I'm a good, okay. I'm a, so, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a supporter. Lamar Jackson is a, in terms of like charting accuracy okay. and yes, like he, catchable ball. Yes, rate. He, he is not a, good, right? Yes, he cannot throw outside the numbers. That is the yes. what has always been hinted. Like this guy, this guy's a running back better. playing. He's a running back playing quarterback. I, I wouldn't even go that far because there's just running backs that can't play quarterback. But like he's a rushing quarterback for he. He's a rushing quarterback first, and yes. because he can rush, it opens up bigger passing lanes and bigger passing windows, gives his receivers more separation, pulls defenders into the box, blah, blah, blah. And with all of those things being true, 
Lamar Jackson is still an incredibly inaccurate passer. So the only leap in my mind that this has to make, because we also have the reports of Lamar Jackson, like running a simplistic offense, whatever. So I'm going to take like, I'm going to take reading defenses and everything out of this, which people might hate, but there's nothing that we have to say that Lamar Jackson is even doing that. So all I, all that Kadarius Tony has to do is go be quarterback, go be athletic, go run like Lamar Jackson and complete 50% of your passes because that's what Lamar Jackson does. I, it's really that simple to me. He won MVP when he was something that the NFL had never seen before. And since that point has continued to regress and is now developing both bowel and injury issues. So (laughs) (laughs) I like at the point when your quarterback starts developing like shitting issues just consistently, I don't know. I, in all seriousness, I'm, I'm not paying Lamar Jackson and I do wholeheartedly believe that Kadarius Tony can do exactly what Lamar Jackson does. Gavin, you know I hate this hot take. Because it's true. It's right. And we'll never know because the NFL is dumb. I'm only going to say a couple things about this. And we'll we'll leave it be. We'll agree to disagree. My main just concern, right? My main, like, drawback to this whole thing is I watched Kendall Hinton completely shit himself. (laughs) in a game where he was asked to play quarterback and he was recruited to college to play quarterback. Whereas Kadarius, and so Kadarius Tony is like the same thing. Yes. So I, at that point, my leap in logic for this is Kendall Hinton fucking sucked. And I get, they weren't running like a perfect offense for Kendall Hinton. I I did watch that game. Mm Mm-hmm. But Kadarius Tony has leaps and bounds better than Kendall Hinton and needs to still be able to like read a defense, right? Well that that yeah, no, and with when we have the reports that like Lamar Jack the Ravens are their offense is getting figured out by NFL defenses and all the stuff with Lamar, like I have a trouble seeing the reading defenses argument because I just don't believe, I don't believe that what the Ravens are doing with Lamar Jackson could be replicated like very easily at all other places. Like they have entirely designed that system around Lamar Jackson. No, right. And like what he's doing, no other quarterback in the NFL besides Kadarius Tony could do because like he just he doesn't play the traditional quarterback in the traditional way that the NFL does. He's a I, sc- scrambler. That yeah. Go ahead, Sam. I'm sorry. I, I get that. I'm just saying he has like he at the bare minimum had like three years of reading defenses under his belt in college, and he has like several seasons in the NFL of at least seeing defenses. I I just feel like Kadarius Tony's gonna get no i get that and i i know that i like caused some dude listening in baltimore to like run into the median on the interstate or something but (laughs) like my my main point with this is like when i said this the first time like i just railed and stuff and i just don't think it's like as large of a gap as people like will give it credit for i i think if you put lamar jackson's brain into Gadarius tony i could see it you have to. Oh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get that quote graphic out there. Never mind. No, we're good. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we'll agree uh, to disagree. That's fine. Well, That's my take. We always agree to disagree because we're all friends here. Well, I tell you what, folks, this was a very successful episode. It was great to have Helica back on. Thanks again to our favorite meteorologist down in Brownsville, Texas. Um, I want to thank you two for also having a great show. And I'll see you guys in two days. Indeed. Indeed. Yep. Like, follow, subscribe, follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah. Yep. So if you like the pod, spread it far and wide. Every, far and wide. Far yeah. And if you have any questions, ask on any of our tweets. We might have a Q&A segment one of these days. Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Like Bean said, like, follow, share, subscribe, follow at at double underscore F3S, all capitals. And we hope to see you guys here next time on the Flyer State Sports Show. We'll be back in a couple days.